Today is uh, December 7th. That I know. It's episode 44 of Talk Story. I know because Caleb told me. He looks like an honest man. I mean, you can't have a beard like that and be a big liar. Uh, we're here at First Shop in South Beach. Christian. How's it going? Brad. Howdy. How are Caleb, you? Caleb. And all the Basel revelers out and about. We can hear them through the yeah. door. The yard crowd is getting wild out in South Beach. <laughs> that's just about as wild as it gets. Yeah, that's it. It was probably over basel. a parking spot. Have you baseled? I have not. You no. Don't. I've been a Basel Grinch. Ah. I felt right. like. Uh, not feeling artsy, are you? No. Who needs art? Who needs culture? Pulling out a fashion team? No, I'm not going to go put on some cool t shirt and walk around Winwood. At least not tonight or okay. last night. Maybe by the end of the weekend, I'll be like, oh, I should have done it. It's over. Yeah, I usually go to the convention center like on Sunday at like 3 p.m. It's a good time. When they're like packing. Everything's like being put in bubble tape and you're not sure what's art and what's actually just someone packing up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was thinking of actually going probably Sunday afternoon as well. Ah, take the girls. It's fun. It's fun on a Sunday. Uh, so this is weekly happenings I guess we're getting into. Yep, this is. Uh, any other weekly happenings other than the Bosling? Caleb, you got anything going on with uh, the Art Basel in town? No. I tried to surf in front of it, but there wasn't a way. You know, I think we should talk about what the hell is Art Basel. You've lived here your whole life. You've seen this thing grow. Yeah. Uh, it really just is a art show at the convention center at its core. Yeah. Yep. Originally, that's how it started. And then... And in uh, Switzerland, right? Well, yeah. uh, yes. The original one is in Switzerland, and then this is the other one in this largest art uh, show in the world. And I think they do one in Hong Kong or Singapore or something. Konnichiwa. I don't know. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, but yeah, it's it's been around for quite some time, and you know, as as Miami does it with just about any kind of festivity that comes to town, let's just go ahead and make it a grand old time. Yeah, that's the fun <laughs> way to put it. Let's throw some parties at it, let's throw some fashion at it, and that's kind of what... Cars, uh, a lot uh, of throw, throw some cars well, at actually, it. Well, actually, the uh, first Car Basel will be here in February, and it's a spinoff of Art Basel, but having to do with classic cars, or cars of all types. Interesting. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. That is... Yeah, February. Dropping the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, aside that, Basel's fun. If, you know, if you want to go to fun parties and yeah, you know, just, it's not what it originally was all about. You know, it was about the art and the serious business that was going down. And there uh, still is, but it's grown. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it's grown so much. And I mean, it's it's awesome because it draws a lot of people to town. And they just throw local, a ton yeah, of money yeah, at having economy. awesome parties, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's got all these guys. Just I mean, like I heard Prada had rented out. Um, something ridiculous. I can't remember right now, but like, in good couple, story. I know that sounds I'm great. So bummed. I came at it. I'm like, yes, that story. I'm like, oh, we're yeah, no, lost it. Well, anyway, anyway, so sounds we'll nice. Come back. We'll circle back to that one a little bit later. Sound expensive. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of money being dropped, parties being had, it's fun good. things being done. I like um, it. But even checking out all the art installations as well as all the local museums have a lot of stuff going on too and you know if you kind of ah i did actually even on thank you surfing i threw some of the surfers that i know that are artists some of their recommendations some of their just friends that i know and uh check that out doing that for the rest of the week it's kind of just occurred to me that there is a lot of artists that surf yeah there are 
And uh, why not throw them into the mix while everyone's getting all artsy and all that? Right. It's so funny to hear how spent everybody is before Basil even starts. So people that actually work it, like, oh, yeah. they're an artist or they're curating and whatnot, like, as day one starts, they're like, I just can't wait for this thing to be over. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> like going to a trade I, show. It's like, I'm just done. And they still, and then, you know, I mean, granted, it's the fun part afterwards where they get to kind of let loose a little bit, but um, it's a big production. It, yeah. A big production is a great way to put it. Yeah. That's the way it seems. But there's fun events. If you're around the area, definitely go check it yeah, out. Yeah, a lot of music but, and um, everything else. know that there's going to be a lot of traffic, too. And that is one of the things that all locals don't like. <laughs> and most people just end up stay, uh, you know, staying in place. I people are saying there's like not much traffic going on locally around here as far as cars going anywhere. Everyone's just kind of walking within their areas. And like That whole area to get like off the beach. Very few cars on the street in South yeah. Fifth. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, so... All right, Basil, what else we got going on? Next week, we have a movie coming out. And it's kind of part of what spawned the, the discussion we're going to have tonight in regards to influences and, and, and serve. And all these things all that these you see. That I pulled out of like our little gutter around here that kind of just got me thinking about what sort of influences all these surf films had done. Uh, next week on Tuesday, HBO is premiering at 10 p.m., uh, the, a surf flick called Momentum Generation. And it is based on all the guys that surf or were part of that Momentum Generation, that from Momentum 1 and Momentum 2, and your the Kelly Slater's. Right. The Taylor Steele films. Yep, that's right. And kind of launched a lot of the influences of, uh, on every surfer moving yeah. forward. And, uh, I mean, all of the guys that you could probably name as pro surfers right. are of that generation, right. at least... Like, for and, the last 15 years, 20 years. And it's crazy and like just kind of discussing that and re reminiscing and then even our discussion now and then even talking to Caleb and other people because Caleb's coming to surfing a little bit later yeah. than what we grew up with and they didn't get the certain benefits, I think, of VHS tapes and DVDs for the most part. Like I'm, I'm sure they existed and whatnot, but, you know, nowadays if you're getting into it in the last couple of years, you know, it's all downloadable. On the web. Yeah. Or it's just on Instagram and it's right. like 30 yeah. and second just clips. clips. Right. Yeah. So there's clips. And so but full movie, Momentum Generation. Momentum Generation comes out at 10 p.m. on Tuesday, but we're going to be doing a party. Yeah. And we're going to watch it all together, a local bar called Mini Bar. Uh, definitely Sounds check out like our Instagram time. for more information. Um, and if I'm correct or I can let people know, Bradley will be bringing his pork to town. Um, I will make tacos. Yeah, yes. pork tacos. I'm Curtis just for that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that thing is fucking, it was real They're, they're worth it. So good. Well, thank you. So join us next Tuesday, December 11th uh, at Minibar. 10 p.m. is the movie Starts Sharp. 9 but you know what? I got all the other Taylor Steele movies. Momentum 1, 2. Well, I was going to say, we can come, at, come around at 9 p.m. and we'd watch the surf contest. But look, come at 7 p.m. and let's watch Momentum 1, Momentum 2. Loose watch change. Watch the surf movies. I have also... Well, contest action. What is the one with Pat O'Connell as a cowboy? Uh, and, well, um, I don't know what kind of there's, a, there's a whole sheriff thing where they shoot each other in the street. Oh. oh, I love all the old act. We got to get back into yeah. it. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. Get so get, getting out of the weekly happenings on Tuesday, we got a party. 
Yeah. If they didn't catch it. That's Come what early. we meant. I wasn't just promoting their age. Have tacos. Yeah. Have some tacos. It's going to be fun. Uh, event starts at 9. We'll be watching Momentum 1, Momentum 2, watching some of the surf contests as well because the contest has come down a pipe in regards Yield. to the uh, world championship. And it's been just straight it's up firing, firing on the North Shore. You guys been watching the Triple Crown. It's been out of control. Cam, so sick. The other day, that clip of Cam Richards, that barrel. That pipe. Yeah. So, Anywho, yeah, tis the season. Tis the season for surf. And speaking of report and forecast, report has been, yeah, we got some waves. Waves, waves, waves. Uh, last Wednesday evening, a mm-hmm. uh, little north swell filtered all the way down. And by dark, it was like, dare I say, near head high. Mm-hmm. And held all the way through Thursday midday, really. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot more than I thought it was going to do. Yeah. Yeah, the winds are what surprised me more than anything else. I'm kind of holding up light. that evening and, and even the next morning. They I held off until sure. like almost 11. Yeah, it was like 1045 or something. I noticed right. a couple of times um, before, maybe more than a couple, we had that front that just kind of almost sits on us. Like, you notice that day was kind of like dreary. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, we, the front didn't push all the way through yet, you know, and that's what I think gave us that shot on Wednesday. Uh, evening because it was still really light winds. Right. And then um, Thursday, we really didn't even get the wind until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something like that, 2, 3 o'clock. So like um, having, the, having the front stall. Having the front stall somehow like gives us an extra wind buffer. window. Yeah. And I've seen it a few other times where you're just like, damn it, how come the front won't push through? And then the next day or even like in the early morning hours to be like, wow, it's great that the front didn't push through because it's still really overcast and the wind just didn't do anything right, yet. Right. It's kind well, of funny. It was fun. It was fun it that was evening. And it, was, it, was, it was crazy. It went from flat as a lake in the morning to like 3 o'clock it was the angry inch and like by 4.30 it was thigh high and Jovan was already paddling out on a, on a lawn board and you know, his girlfriend Shani was sending, or his wife, excuse me, Shani was uh, sending pictures to me of what it was like, she's like, dude, it's building, dude, it's building. And I'm like watching these videos just grow and I'm like, oh my God. And then it went from like 4.30 to 5.30, it was already like stomach to chest high. And then from then on, it, it was like until dark, it was pretty much like shoulder high. I saw those I videos saw. at like four or five, whatever, like maybe thigh high and then got home almost like right before dark, expecting the same thing and walk onto the beach and it's just like bombing. By comparison to what I was expecting, it was craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around, like, where did that come from? Oof. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then it reinforced, really, with the, <clears throat> excuse me, even like a slightly longer period swell for the next day, Thursday. Yeah. With a good win. So, uh, all in all, last time we were talking, on the, we were saying that it was looking like a good wintertime pattern right. setting up. And right. here we are yeah. still um, looking at that. The forecast looks really good for next week and really just beyond, just like, like the same sort of pattern. So like getting into the weekly, maybe twice weekly swell. Stop. Yeah. Why don't you talk dirty to me? Oh, I mean, I only sit, I spit the truth. Yeah. I, that's, so Monday to epic. Tuesday. That's pretty like, epic. Like, again, we, were, we and I had spoken about the specific Northwest storms that come through and they kind of barrel through. And you had mentioned before that jet stream was kind of dropping a little bit lower. Now here we are. And they just, uh, those are the ones, you know, and once a week. I mean, you almost feel like you're in a surf town. Yeah. Crazy. So this week <laughs> looks like 
two shots of North Swell, Monday, Tuesday, and then maybe like a Wednesday, Thursday kind of thing. Or maybe uh, the second one's a little further out, a little harder to pinpoint. But Monday, Tuesday time period looks good again. So Timing it perfectly for our event on Tuesday. God, could you imagine? That'd be so epic. That'd be awesome. Fun surf all day to kind of just be casual at the shop and then cruise over to, like, you know, hanging out and having some beverages and food and then waiting for this momentum generation to come out and it just blows up. Clear the calendar. That's a new year for me right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so back in season. Yeah, let's do it. Pattern is good. Um, West Coast is firing. East Coast is firing. The Pool, mountains are all are open for snowboarding with a crap ton of snow all the way from California into the Colorado Rockies. So, yeah, really active storm pattern. My brother sent me a picture the two swells ago, or two weeks ago the swell. He sends me a picture of he's in Denver, and he's like, it's powing out. And I was like, oh, perfect. I sent him the picture back. I'm like, it's barreling out, so what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Pow, pow, get your snorkel out. Everybody's excited. Um, that's it, really, I guess, for the report and forecast. Uh, in the meantime, also this weekend, just windswell. So, I mean, it looks like it's going to be rideable. I'd say, like, exception of Sunday, which is questionable. We could get, like, a weird south thing, but more like a southwest wind. Uh -huh. um, but, yeah, probably rideable Saturday, Sunday questionable, Monday evening, maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then next weekend. When are um, we supposed to get working today, you know? <laughs> Come on. You know that's how it is around here. Everyone, you know, they're, they're surfing or their work is dictated by, you know, when they can surf. What, if, what are they going to do? I don't know. You know, it's going to be that week. It's going to be that yeah. week that you're going to feel like you, you live somewhere where there's waves. Oh, come on. Let's not overcall it. Just but like, I mean. And then you're just you're going to be like just kind of fat and just kind of lazy. You're like, that was good. That was good. Satiated. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. I always think about just like greasy fingers. And just like <laughs> Turkey legs. Hanging <laughs> out, yeah. It's just sunblock and sunburn. <laughs> but kind of feels like that oh, no uh, so let's talk surf movies yeah. and all these influences got all these VHS's out the we got DVDs. the got DVDs me, it got me kind of going when we were talking about it just now because yeah you I started like rifling through all these old boxes and bringing all these well, <laughs> look at this one you remember this one look at this one you remember this one I, I think yes, what's, what, what's, what's yes. what, what, what got it there was that um, talking about certain clips in movies and from the fact of that you're watching a movie so many times over and over again that you're my, you remember certain things. I remember when I was working at Island Water Sports, like that's all I did was watch these films and that was the audio that was on in the background uh, in the, throughout the store. So it's like you, you memorize certain parts. For sure. You know, like all the drive-throughs with Donovan Frankenreiter. Oh, watch. my gosh. Remember his parts? Like there's, there's the part, a lot there's, of those. There's a part where they're in South Africa and Kelly's out surfing J-Bay and they're all, they're all just walked up to go check it out. And and they're like, oh look, Kelly's out. He's a champ, dude. You know, he just, <laughs> he just he like he just says such funny little things, and he's just like they're kind of talking about it, and they're like, nah, he doesn't want me to go out there. He's like, you'll be all weird beard. Here he comes, you know. And just he just like says the funniest things, and you're just like, dude, that's hilarious. And then you just remember, 
And it's because you watch them over and over, over and over and again. Over. And that doesn't happen these days with a lot of things that have come out for the most part. I mean, a lot of it digital and whatnot. And you might see some of those, but I, I don't know. I think there was like some sort of inspiration with the actual DVDs and the VHSs. Well, that had staying power. You know, like you've... Because there wasn't a new thing the next second. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a crazy part of that's technology that has sped all that up where it's just like... Is it, lost its value and what it does or is it made it more valuable because of what it was you know it was what nothing <laughs> never mind i just what i'm saying is like is it lost its value in a sense i mean i mean i guess they're kind of relics the old of, long form movie but it did it those are the things that influenced what we have now like i haven't seen like, any of these but i'm definitely i want to watch like Somebody needs to tell me where to start and go watch through them. Right. Because they're important for the way everyone surfs now. Right. It had that, that influence. Mm-hmm. So it's not lost its value, but nothing will be like that again where everybody sees the same thing. Right. We're in a different world now. I don't know. I, I, wanted, I think what I was saying before we started talking, um, the auditoriums where it would be more like they didn't have the technology to even put all this stuff together. It'd yes. be like, okay, so this is my surf reel. Here's a record player with some music. Here's a PA system and a microphone. And I shall now narrate my surf movie. Hit the music now, Chris. And they're like, <laughs> <This> is like <laughs> Caleb, could you put the projector on? Okay, there we go. Next slide, please. And like, it was like that. Right, and, and the story was being told. It was narrated uh, through just, uh, just. Yeah, there's like a, it was like an MC clips, kind right? of, you know, right. someone guys up there being like, and here goes Caleb on a frothy one, and you know, just like narrating what's on the screen to music, and like that was the original surf movie. So fascinating the the progression in that, and how like. I remember as a kid going to certain surf movies whenever we'd get them down here because it seemed like we'd never get stuff. It always end at Fort Lauderdale for whatever reason. Um, but when we would get films, like, it, and then even when you go to those, like, you'd go into whatever place and it was just like paper planes being thrown, like hooting, hollering, and it's just like, you know, everyone's just like stoked to see each other and then the thing starts and like, you know, there's just all this movement and then everyone just getting so amped like every wave coming through and they're just like hooting hollering like you you know getting nuts and you know nowadays i feel like you don't hear that as much anymore like i've gone to a couple premieres here and there and you may hear a, a small hoop but it's almost one like, tiny little airplane gets thrown no not even anything everyone's just all you know well behaved and stuff and they're all cool. they're all on their phones like the, the clips coming out right. <laughs> but it, um you know and everyone's just i guess polite you know, just you're sitting in a movie and you're checking it out and nobody wants that derelict surfer that's like, you know, throwing paper planes, I guess, and stuff like that. But that was that. Seems that was like so somebody much. might. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That, that was so much of that fun and that but excitement. That's, yeah, like, um, I listened to some uh, old interviews and the guys that used to go around and, like, show their movies. They'd say that, like, you'd walk in, like, they'd turn on the projector and, like, the crowd would just start going nuts, you know, like banging their feet on the ground and yeah. like on the chair in front of them because they knew whatever was about to come on the screen is something that they had never seen before. It could have been like Hawaii's footage from last winter, 
you know? And it's like, this guy was there last winter, and now he's showing this movie around all summer to all, like, the people that are just, like, whatever, at the Santa so, Monica Civic Auditorium so or something. So tribal, like, the beating, the this and that. It's crazy. You can imagine that? That'd has, be so neat. Has surfing gone from tribal to communal? What? Like, that's, that's, like, I mean, that's like not on the, the paper. Beating, I'm not ready for that. I did, I did not sign <laughs> up for that one. Of the ground. Sounds like getting into it. The fact that it was such a tribe, small, like so many people weren't doing it. Not everyone Rudy? could do it. Ooh, you know, not on the show this time. Right. <laughs> this is definitely a Rudy yeah, question. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I was just thinking, as you were saying, like the beating on the ground and stuff. Oh, it's really tribal. It's like one of those things where like. But they're know, doing it together. So small, isn't that communal? Well, but like there's smaller little tribes in a sense by like the surfing gone so mainstream and it belongs to so many more people than what it was just the tribe that it's become communal in that sense. Oddly enough, I've, I heard that a lot of those places were a communal spot where all the different tribes could actually go see. So like they didn't have the chance to show it at every beach town in California. Like the guy that's like dragging his projector around had be selective right and so it was common ground and they'd be like all right right all you hermosa beach guys and all you seal beach guys keep it clean in the parking lots we don't want any like right <laughs> you couldn't show up on their break but you might see them at the movie at the movie was okay like it was fair territory hmm. but uh, what i'm saying is in general not uh, outside of movies outside of surfing movies. in general become more communal and it's tribal and stuff because it's become so accepted on a larger scale. Like it seemed like surfing was so counterculture and you know, it was a little bit closer I think to home. Maybe like in nineteen again, another interview I was watching recently and they basically said like in nineteen six one one Gidget mm-hmm. and um, what was that? Annette Funicelli. Beach Banket Bingo. Uh-huh. All those things came out. It was like a, a turning point that they were like, yeah. what happened? Everyone that was surfing prior to, they like showed up at the beach. Like it was like the next day kind of thing where they're just like, oh my God, people all of a sudden think that surfing is something. And it, like you're saying was. And sure enough, that's when surf industry really was born at that point right. from all your Quicksilvers and your Billabongs early sixties. You know, that's kind of where they started manufacturing a, and going and jumping in their cars and cruising up and down the coastline and writing, you know, pre-booking their orders and having, you know, the ladies from down south of the border so for them and stuff like that, you know? And I was watching, again, this is another documentary. It's from the Surf Heritage. Uh, it's called Shack. Anyway, it's out there in San Clemente. I didn't get a chance to visit it, but it's supposed to be super rad. Um, and they're saying there's like all these confluence of factors that allowed for like beach culture to spring up in Southern California the way that it did. And it was post World War II, baby boom. So there's all these kids, there's a lot of jobs, economic prosperity, and they started building swimming pools. <laughs> so people learned how to swim, <laughs> which was not something that like everybody knew how to do like in the thirties and the forties. It became like a thing like to be to recreate and go swimming became like a whole new thing. And so swimming, uh, the proximity to the beach, they said clean beaches, because I guess California used to have like a lot of like oil refineries, like right there on the Mm -hmm. sand and somewhere along the line, they were like, oh no, it's more about real estate and tourism. Get all these oil rigs off the thing and let's sell this coastline, which is why you have this crazy suburban like sprawl there. Mm -hmm. And then the last was uh, all the technology from World War II, like the airplanes and the fiberglass and all that stuff that 
it was what like enabled the average Joe to start surfing. Whereas like a surfboard would be like 80 pounds. Now it's like 30 pounds. And so like all those things happen, like all at this one yeah, spot industry. where, Oh, by the way, the weather is like super nice all the time yeah. and there's waves yeah. all the time. Yeah. And by the way, we sent like Hawaiian prints like, there to like seed it right. earlier. It was like the it was like the big bang of, yeah. of industry. Surf and industry. so now you have all these surf movies and everything that, you know, like kind of packaged that in the early '60s and just exported that to the rest of the world. And surfing in California are synonymous and with beach culture. I mean, and everything. it seemed like that's what you needed to do in order to make it. You needed to be on a video. You know, eventually when you moved on past into like the 90s, 2000s, when well, industry was really starting to hit its stride. Yeah, well, like, people even back in the early days realized that that was a way to make money. Um, they charged two bucks or whatever, or a buck to get in, and they'd fill up an auditorium and they could almost like make a living. Like the guys making the movies were almost the guys that were the first to figure out how to make a living with surfing. And then all of a sudden, like sponsors came into it with all the money and everything else, and like, and then the guys needed to be in the movies. Huh. But before then, it was just like, it'd be just like Montero coming into the beach with us, and what are you gonna shoot? Your friends. Right. Who else are you gonna shoot? Right. <laughs> because that's who was around. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, like you guys went someplace cool. We want to see where you went. And all of a sudden, like your friends become like the, I guess the surf movie stars in those in those <laughs> things. Was there, a, was there a surf movie that kind of did it for you when you were young, like that you watched over and over again or that really influenced you most? Uh, I definitely am the summer one and two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? I mean, what about it? Um, I mean, there's a reason that's like the archetype for a surf movie. It's got travel. It has uh, waves. It has just like this sort of adventuring uh free, fun, like right. lifestyle. And it's right. like, when you look right. at that, who doesn't want to do that? Right. I mean, and then you put the sandals, right. like soundtrack on the back of it. Right. And so it wasn't necessarily a movie that was influencing uh, the way that you surf or approach the wave, but more uh, you know, of the lifestyle, what, of the life that you wanted to lead in, 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 in life. Like this is, this is how I want to be. I, it was just shocking that it even like existed, mm -hmm. I guess, in the first place. That yeah. that, that was like a, a pursuit in the first right. place. Right. Like, that, like I want to live like that, or I want to. I didn't. I was just shocked. I think that that's why it was, I guess, so interesting to me. It was holy cow! Like people do that. Like you can just travel around to go surfing. I've never, <laughs> you know, like. There was always a beach where I lived, you know? And so, like, people surfed there. And so I always thought, like, those were waves and those are the waves that people surfed. Right. And then all of a sudden to be like, wait a minute, you can go around places to do this thing? Because that happens for a lot of people that have hobbies, you know? Like, you can just, like, whatever, learn how to play chess in, like, your neighborhood park. You never knew that there's, like, a park in Brooklyn that you can go to that's, like, the place where everyone plays chess or whatever, or, you know, like, right. or some other, it just right. doesn't occur right. to people, right. you right. know, right. Yeah. Um, to like go on these sort of like quests or pilgrimages. And I think that part of um, surf movies always appealed to me um, was like the travel aspect of it, like the search. Cause it, even in the end of the summer too, like they show the map, you know, and there's like a stupid little dotted line where they're going and all this kind of stuff. And you're That's just so like, um, how about for, performance surfing was there a video that you really enjoyed watching that was like 
like or a specific surfer that you enjoyed watching in these videos oh man um yeah, I guess I'm going to go with uh, Endless Summer. Endless Summer 2 in this case. Just right. the difference between mm -hmm. Pat. Pat and Wingnut surfing longboard and shortboard. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself was kind of like, there's a, another decision to be made here. Like, first you're going to stay at home and surf or you're going to go travel. Then you can be riding a shortboard or a longboard and that's a whole other set of decisions to be made. Like, what the? It's like... <laughs> Blowing your mind. Yeah. And their approaches just to how they surf, even on the same waves, I thought was really kind of neat. And... I mean, as in terms of trying to like dissect surfing, um, there was some old G-Land video I had. I can't even remember what the hell it's called, but I used to watch that till I mean it just wore. It was a VHS. Yeah, there was um, there was a Jack McCoy films that he was doing out in the '80s. Like that final edge one has actually DVDs of a couple of them. The green iguana and whatnot but there was one oh, that yeah, was yeah. on vhs that i had that I, I think i still have somewhere god i hope i do it's called bunyip dreaming oh i know that and yeah. uh and you know i have that had ronnie burns in there had like you know all these guys and and this i think i think a soundtrack for me is so much in a surf film well actually and that's a really interesting thing you bring up Go ahead. And uh, and for that, for me, that one, it just had that 80 soundtrack, and it was just like you know, it was just it was all just raw. It seemed like Western Australia, and it was just such a good video. Aki was young, um, Boothy I think is in that one as well. But it, that that was great. And then, you know, uh, just between that as well as like the movie North Shore was such a huge <laughs> influence on me. Like I cut out the <laughs> article clipping of where you know it was going to be at the movies and stuff and had it on my wall and taped and and it was such an epic movie and that you know and you remember again those lines and whatnot but I, well that was interesting because that was like probably the first time that it was going to be on the big screen right in our lifetime in our lifetime right is that right something like that I can't remember another surf I mean, movie. Yeah, I, earlier I mean, than that. We had like all the old BMX and skate movies back. Right. You know. Right. Rad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't really think of. Yeah, so that was like it coming into like a theater. Yeah, and then in the '90s, for me, like these Lost videos, all the Lost videos. Well, that's what I was gonna say about the music the thing that you ones. just said right. was that. There's so many songs or bands or whatever that I've heard on surf videos, you know, sometimes years in advance of it. And then it's like on top 40 radio, like Sublime's a great example of that. There's right. so many right. Sublime well, songs. Gwen Stefani. Gwen, I mean. When she was, you know, she was. Pennywise. And like, yeah. All this stuff. There's. Motorhead. You had a, you know, just like. Ben Harper, Jack Johnson. I mean. These are enormous stories now, and a lot of this stuff is just like, oh, Mason Jennings on the old Shelter um, mm -hmm. movie, you know, yeah. just like God, Shelter, September Sessions. Oh God, so like, good! Like all of those were just September so Sessions soundtrack is really, really ridiculous. good. Yeah, but it, but it's so uh, again all those influences like the, from the soundtrack even you know aside now the films you know and these period pieces because that's what they are in a sense they kind of remind you of a certain time and and the different developments of surfing and i think you know going back to the momentum generation movie coming out you know it, I, there's so many guys that i think are almost in like their mid-30s to older that are you know or to like you know your mid-50s that are kind of like so frothy over this coming uh, movie coming out because of its impact you know back then 
and kind of reminiscing by like all these things. Like, I mean, it remind you of a certain time, a certain place. And Definitely. And, and some of them like really are timeless. Like yeah. there's some really Kelly's good Black surfing and, and soundtracks and some of this stuff. And then you talk about filmmakers like Taylor Steele or Jack McCoy right. and stuff. And it's a different level of production. I mean, I still like all those old like Josh Palmer videos, like the kill, the kill one, the kill two, kill three, kill four, five. And it's just straight. This is almost like the Instagram clips. It was just two minute, if that, punk rock song after another for 24 minutes. And just, it would just stop. And then it had like real credits and it'd be another punk rock song. And then them like, I don't know, doing something stupid, like kicking each other, throwing right. up or whatever. Right. <laughs> Getting stuck in their wetsuit, pushing someone down a hill. Right. Almost like CKY TK uh, stuff, right. you know? Yes. Like, just before that, yeah, yeah, drinking beer out of shoes, just stupid stuff. Yes, ah, oh, love that. But that was like, <laughs> I, those were still, you know, like that was what kind of surf movie do you want to watch? Because there is two of them sitting side by side, you know, it was like the right. shelter where you're just like, you know, you could watch that with like, into my, I could watch it with my mom, and right. you're like, that was a nice film, right? You know, it's right because it's got enough lifestyle stuff that it doesn't feel like two-minute punk rock right. after another, just, like... And it's on the... All the clips and surfing is just, like, pump, pump, air, pump, pump, air, pump, pump, air. And, like, those are three different clips. It's very interesting to look back at all these different movies um, and kind of see what they're... Yeah. But now I'm just kind of thinking of it. Are. It's like, you know, things are either coming out as big feature films, so to speak, like, you know, the Andy Irons movie that came out, the Momentum Generation that's kind of coming out, um, the, what's it called, Bethany Hamilton one that, um, oh, that's interesting. that one's yeah. coming out as well. there's a bunch of that. And, and it's either that or your 15 second clips. You know, everyone's just a short clip. Oh, then they did like that. The, or they're doing like 15 minute kind of type yeah, movies, like the imagine YouTube ones Carpet Ride or kind of like that. And then the intersection like where the they focal. did the... Right. You send us your Instagram clips. Right. We make a movie of all the giant right. clips. It's awesome. And then there's that other guy. Oh, was it Norwell Nine? Have you seen him? This is a guy out of California. He just puts together like, I don't know, it's got to be 30 minutes or 60 minutes and some insane amount yeah. of time of clips. And he just narrates them and puts in like ridiculous video effects. <laughs> so like someone will just like wipe out and they'll just like have like a grassy like Noel gunman just like shooting from the top of the screen so like whatever your leash yeah. got caught on your foot but like you wipe out it's like and like you fall <laughs> off the board and you're like oh that's funny uh, wow that's he, did, he did 30 of those in a row that's like that's a lot of time in editing ouch it's good I think you have to have like a weird sense of humor to think it's good and like surfing a lot because uh -huh. I've played it for people that have a good sense of humor who don't like surfing they don't like it I've played it for people that like surfing and that don't have the same sort of sense of humor also don't like it <laughs> very select crowd you got any favorite movies? Uh, well past the Bunyip Dreaming and a bunch of the lost ones I would say uh, the whole series of the drive-through series that they would do, That's you know, such a because they 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 went from Central they America, reboot South that. America. Um, we should reboot that. I, I just I think it, more than anything, <laughs> it was, it was uh, the guys that were involved, the consistent guys. Your Benji Wellaways, your Kalani Robs, and your Donovan, you know, Donovan Frank and Rob Machado. 
Uh, he would come in on a couple. Uh, he was on the California one. Uh-huh. And, uh, but like, and they would have different random guys come through on the different trips that they were going on. And, and it was awesome. God, it was just so cool. Because it it, it's kind of the same thing, right? As Endless Summer was for you as far as like uh-huh. lifestyle. And this is the kind of direction I want to go in. That was for me what like traveling would be cool like to do. Because they would just get in a van. and just kind of drive through a whole country and go to different breaks and places. And just have, you know, film having them a good time along the way. You know, and those guys are just such characters and personalities that it really flowed. And it was, uh, so for me, those were probably... One of the the funny ones. And I think it's also all those are guys from Momentum. Right. And so look, oddly, like you feel like you know all those guys. Right. Because they've lived their life like in front of us in right. some sort of film right. or uh I mean music or whatever. They're well, in the now, public and light. With social a lot. media, you, you know, you know them even more and even more intimate and stuff like that. So yeah, it is funny that you kind of almost build a weird relationship with certain people that you know or you've seen for such a long time where you kind of know who they are. And yeah, we're going on like a couple of decades are, but yeah. from momentum, right? Is it 25 years or 20 years? Uh, 20. There we go. Bring it up on the uh, old internets there, Caleb. Hey, Keegan, can you... Uh, oh, where are you? Yeah, he had an event. Of course he did best intern we ever had <laughs> that's not true bobby we still love you you're right momentum under the influence was 2001 so 18 18 years no the first the, no the first one momentum that's just the one. first the, the first thing that pops up no that's like a different movie there's a you had to put like momentum taylor steel all that business yeah, I'm but going. Yeah. 92? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 years. 20... Yeah. Samsonite. I was way off. 25 years. Wowzers. Wowzers. So much is... So, coming, yeah. So, know. that's why you feel like you kind of... How many... That's the year I was born. By the way, know. if you ever want to see something different and cool, we got this one from Wilder TV. From Mark Wilder. Speaking Battle. of music... Old, uh, 30 minutes. Uh, this was done in the 90s, and on the covers are local boy living out in Hawaii, one Jerry Burdine. Um, Music by VHS. You know what? I'm gonna buy a TV, I'm gonna get a VHS and DVD player, and I'm gonna have these things ready to play. I got Come one. on down. I got by. one. We'll just bring it up. I Perfect. If you would have told me, I would have put, put in the taco cart. Ah, uh, the taco cart. That thing's epic. <laughs> Uh, let's go into the next thing here. Yes. Let's talk a little West Coast versus East Coast. I was in California. You were. We always talk about East Coast surfers, East Coast waves, uh, yada, yada, yada. And so I finally went to California and kind of just cruised around to check it out. Yeah, turns out there's a reason that there's a lot of people surfing in California. Weather's really nice and waves seemingly are endlessly consistent. Um... (laughs) Shocking how many people surfed in California. I mean, I maybe I sound naive and stupid, especially since I've been surfing since I'm a little kid. But holy cow! Like more people surfing at one beach than the entire surfing population of Miami. (laughs) Easily. Yeah, I can for sure. Certain spots. um, Other things that shocked me were uh, 
just like pulling into any old strip mall to supermarket, Panera, coffee shop, surf shop. Yeah. Guaranteed. It's almost as if there's like a tax break, like churches and stuff like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, to me, I wouldn't be surprised that it's not something like that out there. Like, I couldn't I wasn't into shops listen, too. Right. But the, and, and this is, again, the, the argument that I always have with industry people when they, you know, when we talk about how things are around here and how, how we have some of our challenges. And I'm like, dude, we don't have surf built into our DNA the same way that those guys do, you know? Like, it's like generational and like totally. everywhere. Like Another every, shocking a thing. A couple people, every block have someone that's been surfing for like their grandfather surfed and all that. Like, not just random people here and there. Then, you know, maybe because we're a transient town here in Miami and whatnot that, you know, and well, we just lack the waves as well to kind of have that consistency. That could be it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's tough it's you know it's different you know we it, we would work a little harder for that here where so no 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 no, so much harder because i asked around i was i was really trying to get to the bottom of this because i was really confused i was like wait it's, it's sunny like this every day and they're like yeah i was like mm, every day like every day and i know they get a couple like rainy yeah, days yeah. here and there right but now like going through a little rainy yeah but pretty much every yeah, day yeah, yeah. and i was the weather's awesome. I was very surprised. Mosquitoes don't like me as much over there. That's what's great. There's hardly any, if at all. Um, yeah, the multi-generational thing also was, I've never seen wetsuits made so tiny. <laughs> like, the tiniest of little kids yeah. in full wetsuits all day, playing in tide pools, going surfing. And then mom and dad also doing that. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa also doing that three generations and i'm not talking about just like that one special family that's been doing it yeah. it's like the whole beach is more or less like that right yeah and like you say like and i was just so taken aback i was yeah. like what is going on it's inspirational <laughs> like i go there and it always gets me amped and psyched on surfing and i mean i, I love surfing i'm psyched on it but it's just you know there you like you get to because we don't have that culture down here all the time, like you go there and you really just get immersed in it. And you're like, ah, uh, you know? And then, but then in a sense, it's kind of like what I try to bring home a little bit yeah. myself. Like, and if everyone kind of tries to bring a little bit home, we kind of, that's a little community that we have kind of built here. Cause people have either come from a place that's I don't know. like that. I feel like I feel differently places. about it. I'm not sure, I'm not even, I'm not picking that up. No? No, I felt like, I don't know. I'm trying to come up with some sort of analogy, but it's, it's like you, you haven't seen another human being for a long period of time. And then all of a sudden, like you see another human being, like you're going to talk to them. You're like, oh, my gosh, like, what are you doing here? I'm doing that here, too. That's so weird. And I feel like that happens with surfers here. Right. But because there's so many there, no one gives a shit. Everyone's a surfer, really. You know, so like right. it's not special. No. You know what I mean? I, I, because I'm, it's so privileged. I'm not necessarily saying of what's coming there, but of what your take is when you go to places like that, when you come from here. Like oh, if yeah. you're from here, yeah. right, or you're or you're or you spend a lot of time here and you live here, you go to places where the surf is consistent. Whether it's your Costa Rica, your California, your Hawaii, right? You pick up something and you're just like, oh, I could live this kind of lifestyle. I could live like this. Oh, how I wish I could have just this over back at my house because I could live that lifestyle over there. Like when we had waves here, right. for like a week, like last March, right? And everyone's hanging out at the beach. Everyone's all happy. 
And it feels like it. And it for and like a half a minute. Right. You know, that's what I was saying before. Like, and then it's here we flat go. for three you months. surf every, every week for the next couple of weeks. Holy crap. We're getting, are we really like, we're like right. a surf tunnel. I know. I felt you like know? that yesterday. I had the um, doors open. It was nice out. I could hear waves crashing. I was like, right. oh, yeah. So nice. Right. But that's what I'm saying is that for us, we appreciate that probably a little bit more. And for me, I've, I've always made it a point of trying to, bring some of that energy back over here. I guess a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm in a surf shop, so. Kind of your job. <laughs> you know, kind of part of what I do is <laughs> sell that, that feeling as well. I mean, or, but I, I'd like to think I, I kind of feel it and kind of show it off here and, you know, and kind of give that love back to our Waves, community. big difference in waves too. Yes. So, I mean, I didn't really surf too many, like, uh, well, I guess I surf blacks, which is a pretty good spot. Um, but the wave difference is enormous. Like South Beach, uh, even on a little swell, just like picks up and throws so much faster and harder than what would be the equivalent of a wave there, it seems. Yeah, unless it gets a certain, or a certain play, like you didn't surf Huntington. Huntington can, you know, can yeah, definitely yeah, have some, has some energy for sure. And I've surfed, I surfed some places out there with some energy and stuff, right. but it's, it's more of a, you know, surfing a long period swell is just so different than surfing the short period swell here. And I feel like, I don't know, it, like you can get into waves easier with a long period swell some, for some uh -huh. reason. You have time to like drop in. I, I just felt like it was a very steep learning curve to right. like be like, oh, right. Right, there's, there's definitely a lot more slopier kind of rolly type of, yeah. parts of the waves there even at the good spots and whatnot you know i mean there's just different part of the sandbar or whatnot or, or a little Reef, ledge that whatever. might be a little bit better but yeah you're right i mean that's why so many people like surf schools are just easy and when i tell when i tell people how to surf around here i'm just like you know if you can surf here you can surf anywhere <laughs> i'm like it's really because it's, it's hard to understand how where the wave's going to break here because it's like a river mouth meets cross currents meets a you know yeah. tides you know complete chaos right. for the most part. Right, it's a river mouth. And so at that point to kind of, you can understand where you're, where you're positioned on a sandbar and kind of have an idea. And for me, I guess that's what makes it a little exciting out here. I think it kind of regulates the lineup too. Like if you're not a, a stu student of what's going out in front of you, then it's gonna be difficult. Crappy for you, <laughs> yay for me. Yeah, which is another big <laughs> difference there because you know we had, I was serving like, one day there was more of a southern hemi swell and set would come like every 20 minutes and it's like almost flat between those sets and so like you can paddle out completely dry and then wait for the waves and then when the waves come you see them coming like a mile and a half away <laughs> and then you're like well there's the channel so i don't want to get hit by that so i'll just go over there and no waves will hit me right and then if yeah. you want to catch a wave, you just get a little closer to that part. Right, right. And then like, you could just like belly in one of these like little rollers right. for like 800 and then, and then, yards. And right, like, and then get on your feet and whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I used to walk when I when I was a kid and going to California when my dad was living out there and I would, he would take me to the beach and I'd boogie board. And it was, uh, I felt like it was the most longest rides ever. Mm -hmm. Because I'd come back home and you'd just like, you'd jump on the wave and like, 
just the sheer weight of doing that would just push you underwater and the water just rush past you. And you're just like, well, that is. So then you're like running with it and jumping on it. So like you're kind of skimming on the top or whatever. So whereas over there, you don't even have to be to the main break. You're halfway out where it's kind of like the brake line is. It's just a little bit ahead of it. And all of a sudden, all this force comes in. It just jets you down. And you're like, you know, jet pilot. You know, he's cruising back and forth as a kid. And yeah, with like, so much this time. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it goes to show how many more people can, can learn how to surf in places like that. than. Oh, yeah. I was watching people so that, like, like, here would just not be able to surf at all. It would be, they'd be struggling Dude, so that's, hardcore. That's how all those surf shops stay in business. It's a surf lesson. The rentals and the lessons. That's why they're on every other block. And when I was having the conversation, of like, well, what kind of volume are they doing as far as clothing and everything else goes? And it just doesn't, you know, unless you're like the big guys and whatnot, it doesn't seem like the small guys are really pumping out volume as far as product goes. Um, so what is it that keeps them alive? Either they own the property or maybe it's, I can't maybe it's that uh, either the good online store or just your I don't you know, the, the best profit margin out there, which is your rentals and your lessons. Another thing that just made me uh, think about the uh, soft, soft top boards. Mm-hmm. A lot of soft tops. Yeah. And not just like people that don't know how to surf, like people that actively ride soft tops. I was confused. I don't know why. Really? I mean, I've ridden them. It's kind of fun. Buoyant little buggers. But. Yeah. There's a reason that like they made. Well, I mean, that, well, originally they were done for surfcraft. the black. They were done for the black ball beaches and stuff like that, like the beater fifty fours and whatnot. Oh yeah, but I'm talking like wave storms, just right. full on. Because they're hundred bucks. They're hundred bucks at Costco. Huh. You know, it just makes it easy. They're like, break this, and they have, uh, uh, what's it called? They replace it if it breaks. So you you invest a hundred bucks. And it's like I'm getting have, a wave storm. Yeah. yeah. You, you, get, you pay 100 bucks and you literally have Stop a wave storm. Stop doing an for ad your for your life. competitors, Chris. And I, listen, I, I don't even sell that many boards anymore because the whole board game and selling it's completely changed. Oh, okay, changed. okay. But don't, really you want me to get into this? Let's <laughs> do it. Oh, God. Here really we go. want this, Caleb? It's a trigger, Caleb. Why did you start? Uh, hold on. <laughs> How many times have we talked about this? Uh, <laughs> right. GPMs are going We're good. We're fine. <laughs> I'm. But, you know, but I, about I, call, I, call, I call it out for what it is. Let's, I mean, let's, I, let's, listen, I refer no. people to it as well. What do you, what are you, what are you going to do? Well, you can't fight that. It's impossible. So you can win them over with are you happy, great Caleb? product, are you happy, great Caleb? customer service, and a smile. You happy, Caleb? Look what you've done to him. Let's talk about 2019. Anyway. <laughs> let's get into it. Am I going to make it? Oh my God, am I gonna make it? I was pretty calm about two seconds ago. I was pretty sleepy and everything, and then got me all hopped up in this wave storm. I'm going out to Costco headquarters. (laughs) Buy me a couple boards. Sell for $110. You should ask for Mr. Wavestorm to go shape for you. It's what drives me crazy is people like that, that. and or the guy that invented, you know what? We're uh, no, you guys probably because you guys are cool. Uh, the little thing on the back of your phone that everyone has a little circle thing, oh, so you yeah. can put your hands mm-hmm. on it. And tell How rich is that guy? I don't know. Maybe he's not very rich. How is he? Probably doing? whoever actually came up with it. Yeah, got that's it. What I'm that guy. About. He probably sold it for like twenty bucks, oh. and then somebody else is rich. Kind of like that little plastic piece at the end of the shoelace. Yeah, but you don't think they're just ripping that thing off in China? Yeah, left for and sure. Right? Sure, but I mean, there was the uh, guy who right. invented it's not making money. You don't think so? You get a patent for that, just whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Isn't that like that anymore? So. You make something and 
Man, this, oh, you know what? Let's talk about 2019. Let's talk about better things. Better things ahead. 2019. Better things What's, ahead. What do we got coming up? What's going on? Uh... Keegan's 2020. The, 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 we got the, the, the surf contest, the small wave. Uh, the, 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 Do we have a date? The, the, no. <laughs> the course, South Beach Pro, as it's been named, the Keegan small wave contest. What? It's got what? many names, what? no date, and no judging criteria. It sounds like, like a, we have we can kind of forecast do like a South for Beach Pro too many. In memory of, or no, South Beach Pro. Uh, memorial, first annual memorial pro contest. Let's make it like really long. So that the hashtag Long we have to create for it is like takes up like three lines. <laughs> I like it. But it's true. I mean, can we even call a contest on within the next five days? Is that too much to do? Surf contest, then a movie at the No, night? we have we too have many waves. the waves are gonna be too good for the next week. Oh. Yeah. There's no small wave day. Constantly plus Keegan. Keegan's schedule does not allow for him to compete. <laughs> so Or even be part of this thing apparently, but and we're gonna name it after him? Yeah. Keegan the intern, where are you? Come on. It's going to be the Keegan Memorial <laughs> Intern Memorial Contest. Is he dead? No, he just never showed up again. <laughs> I see him all the time. He just never shows up to do what he's supposed to do. So we're memorializing that. God, he got hip to the game real quick. The first like, week. Can you set up the mics? Sweet. I'm out. <laughs> I think I got him. Can a, I hang out with you guys? I gave him a pack of chewing gum after the first pop-up. And then it's been... He just started slacking Can't after that. Can't people in gum, dude. <laughs> um, so, so 2019. So we got that coming up. We got Keegan. Look, look forward contest. to that, folks. Yes. Stay tuned. I know Rudy's, like, has... He's shaping boards for the contest. He is amped up. He's amped up for it. He wants to fly people in for this. He asked for a yeah. he asked for a budget the other day. <laughs> I'm kidding. You didn't oh, ask for a I because I believe it. I would he's, believe he's him like, saying, "What's Yo, the do we have a budget for this or something?" What's the travel budget for this? <laughs> You're like travel budget. Yeah, I got some people who need to fly in. For, for like out of curiosity, Musicians, we're creating a festival. You're like, who are we flying in? Like, this is Matteo and Bati. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine, actually. <laughs> So we're looking to do some program changing over here in 2019, aren't we? Yeah, we're talking about that. This has been uh, a almost weekly thing, and I think that we should do a almost monthly thing. I like it. I like and the it. reason I'm thinking this is that I want to do more guests, and I feel like we need to plan with our guests a little bit better. Right. Every week makes it tough. We have you know, busy working lives as well, so to be able to kind of give it the good quality. I mean, I feel like the quality is right there. Has been the whole time, really, since Caleb <laughs> came on. It's a lot better. Yeah, since since we stopped doing this uh, on my well, now we do it on Caleb's phone. Um, <laughs> Which is like two. Still phones on the phone. Get, but, no, it's know. the same phone. Yeah. Uh, the quality is actually the same. You just didn't have to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that the month thing, and then in between the shows, I think we should be doing some other stuff. You know, like I do the report and the forecast uh, during these, but. Eh. I don't think it's the best spot for it. I think we should do like, we should do like the like the news, every like, week. Like the news. You know, like we can be like, this is what's happening in weather. Yeah. Bring up a map here. I like oh, it. Yes. Yeah. You get a map behind you. That'd be amazing. I mean, All right. yeah. I like where you're going with this. More um, geeky weather stuff, I guess. Yeah. 
it'd be fun if other people would chime in. Maybe we can get Chicky and to So yeah, I date would do like a, a monthly little talk show, get some good guests to kind of talk about. Right. And then in between that topics and then you know that we way just we, do the we, same we do shit we always do. Twelve good topics a year. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, that number <laughs> got big, huh? I was like monthly. A year is 12. a long time. Yeah, don't no. worry. It's yeah. We still got no. one. You just got to go week by week. Yes. I like it. And How do you eat a swimming pole? And then you do a weekly, uh, little, your weekly uh, yeah, bet. weather recap. Yeah, yeah, just the weather, um, whatever. If there's swell coming or if we got events coming, we can do like something else. We had some other little ideas that we've right, we had have. We've around, so. about, uh, we had like the confessional idea. The Yes, that's right. <laughs> so what you're saying is in 2019, we're diversifying our content. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, tighten, I guess we're gonna so. Things we're up not. And, we're not slowing down. We're just. Yeah, just making some spreading out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like the Instagram. Like maybe this won't be live anymore. Oh. Maybe we just do this, and it goes out on, on as a podcast and on YouTube and stuff like that. I dig it. And then we do live stuff. Weather uh, at events and stuff. And then when the weather one would probably be live. Mm-hmm. I like to keep all the live uh, weather stuff just for reporting, keep up. Oh, that's another thing. I need to change for 2019. I need to actually probably change it now. Instead of giving a verbal report, I need to uh, change to something that's more standardized, like numerics. Height, uh, you know, maybe like do out of 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be easier to track. <clears throat> like. What was today? 10 out of 10. What was yesterday? You know, 4 out of 10. That's easier to track than knee high with onshore wind, waist to chest high. Like, that's really hard to track. So I'm thinking about trying to become more specific with the reporting. I've got an idea for that. Oh, yeah? I'll express to you offline. Yes. I've got a lot of offline ideas in that regard. It's all part of the thank you serving world surfing domination that I've been planning for <laughs> the last 30 years. Here we go, years. folks. We're kicking it off. Well, really, the. You heard it here first. Watch out. At first. I want to make surf forecasting uh, better. And I think. Surfline, we're coming for you. Yeah, for real. I see you, Mark Willis. <laughs> um. No, I mean, I think uh, getting all the data from as many people as possible is, is the way to do forecasting. Um, so I do look at all their stuff for sure. And I like to get more inputs on this sort of thing. So that's the direction I think I'm going to head. Um, but I got to start with me. So, yeah, maybe I'll change up that in uh, 2019. Do like more standardized so, like you know, kind of like Maddox mm-hmm. Seaweed does like stars. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do stars, but like like dolphins or something. You know, make it real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like one through five. Whatever. That He's thinking more like dolphins. Dolphins. How many dolphins? We have two and a half dolphins today. <laughs> Could it be like a different fish for each, a different size, like a goldfish uh, and then a blue whale? Oh, just make the like, scale just completely to, impossible is, to yeah. decipher. Like those bathroom, like the hieroglyphics where you're just like, I don't know if it's the men's or the female. It's like. <laughs> Why do those Egyptians have to all look the same back then? <laughs> it's the buckaroo, the cowboy. I don't know which freaking room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's killer. Um, uh, I'm <laughs> I've been kind of working on that idea for a long time. I just feel like maybe 2019 is the time to switch it up a little bit. 
Um, yeah, more scientific, I guess. Good. More scientific. Let's keep the I entertainment entertainment. Let's keep the science. That's, that's really what it comes down to. This whole little talk story stuff with the interviews and everything, love that. Got to keep doing it. Just even so it's somewhere recorded, especially when the other guys, like the older guys come by and like mm-hmm. tell yeah. us stuff that we don't know anything about sure. Keegan being like, there was a peer here. That was <laughs> awesome. You know, like that stuff needs to be recorded. The uh, science stuff with like the forecasting and all that are, there's a place for that. And I know there's a bunch of other super nerdy people out there that love this shit too. Mm. And so it'd be good to like get more people chiming in and helping with that kind of stuff. So we got the entertainment side of it. We got the, and then events, probably mm-hmm. wind up doing more events next year, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know you've been really ramping up this mm-hmm. end of the year mm-hmm. to do more stuff. So Taco yeah, we got, we got Tuesdays. Stuff going on to make the next year look Something even like better. that, maybe. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. What do you think, Caleb? What are we, we gonna have... buy? Are we gonna buy new microphones next year or something? Ooh, we could do that. You know that. what we're doing next year? No, we're you know what the, would be the better? Thing that I want to go, uh, that and then also the portable recorder. Oh yes. So we can take this on the road with like that no, thing. You don't need a plug into an outlet or nothing. That thing is sick. Yeah. Dude, we're going high tech around these bikes. Me too. Um, oh, maybe someone's like using one during Art Basel and they're just gonna be done with it and just like, just. just I don't want to pay up. for this as a carry on. That's such an art Basel thing to do. Be like, I brought all this stuff, yeah, but I don't want to take it home. When you find Everyone's one like that for, at a conference. They're find, just like, I'm not taking this shit home with me. Uh-huh. Someone's, uh-huh. someone just take it. Yeah, uh-huh. when you find one for a third of the price on OfferUp, it's definitely not that and not stolen. It's right. somebody who didn't want to take it home for sure. Right. Well, <laughs> you can tell if it's like these super trendy folks coming in with like pale skin and they're from New York. And they're just like trying to get into their van to go back to the airport. I think you're safe to assume that that's just a Art Basel leftover. Just casualties of Basel. <laughs> well, we'll take them. We, uh, we'll take your casualties. We're we still finishing off this uh, this year in our traditional format of uh, talk story. We, yeah, yeah, just yeah, keep going got, week by week. Couple, right, because I still got. We still got Red and San Pedro that want to come on. We have our year review that we still have to do with Jay Bruns. Oh, that, that is going to be, be a fun. hot episode yeah, right there. Year in review. That might change up all of 2019, actually. And hopefully, I'm hoping that my friend Becky will be coming in from Changing Tides Foundation. Kind uh-huh. of talk about a little of that. So that might be why you There's a lot of people of that I want to have on this year, actually, that we didn't have on. Oh, man. So many, actually. I had a whole spreadsheet. Whoa, made it to the spreadsheet, huh? Awesome. What do you think? <laughs> Come on. I was ready working, out on, I was ready working on an interface so that it would be sent out automatically to everybody. Didn't get all the way there in 2018. 2019's a new year. Here we go. New year, who dis? <laughs> all right, Bradley, walk us out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, okay. I'm Brad Wells from Thank You Serving. I'm Christian De La Iglesia from First Surf Shop. Wow, that was smooth. Like that? And oh, there's Caleb from here. He's from, from here. CC Top. <laughs> He's from that side of the, the bench. The and this is episode four. It is December seventh. We are at First Surf Shop in South Beach. Thank you, Surfing's making shit. Oh yeah, subscribe and like and um, what are the kids? Rate and review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't use iTunes, go find an iTunes. Go take your neighbor's iTunes and rate and review. Oh, and subscribe for them. Take your friend's phone, subscribe them. He mentioned us in our story. Ah. 
Oh, that's right. His friends were in here earlier. That's right. That's awesome. Small world. All right. Thank you. Later. We're done. Bye.